Welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast, encouraging women to become better disciples of Jesus. Every week we hear from women just like us that are being intentional to know Jesus more and to make him known. Here's your host, Carmen Halsey. Hey, ladies, and welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast. I hope your week is going well. Today, I have a friend of ours back with us. I asked her if she'd come back and and share some of what's going on in her life with you guys and with me and with me, Jill McNichol. Good morning, Jill. Good morning. Thank you so much for sharing your time. I am happy to do so. (laughs) You're kind. You're kind. Hey, Jill, I have been part of an ongoing conversation with you pretty much from the day I met you, but I can't believe we're sitting at this point on the timetable right now, and that's one of retirement. Um, So, so yeah, I want to, I want to go there, but set the stage for us. A lot of the ladies know you, they've met you, they know you personally. Some of the ladies know you through priority. Um, You're just such a gracious leader and a clown. You, you like to have fun, but you take (laughs) things serious. Take a few minutes just to tell the ladies who you are and then set the stage for us of what season of life you're in, Jill. Okay. Dr. Blackaby was uh, on point at priority when he talked about seasons And so I have spent the last 28 years of my life, uh, Monday through Friday, working for the state of Illinois. And you've always heard those jokes about state workers not doing much of anything, but uh, I didn't get one of those jobs. I'm ending my career as the administrator of a local public aid office. We call it DHS. And um, I have been counting down for retirement for about 15 years. (laughs) Uh, I love it. Was, it. Yeah, it was the job was definitely God given. I had taken the the test to get a state job four years prior to the date they called me, and the state never does anything quickly. And God just opened that door, and I interviewed on a Wednesday, and I started the following Wednesday. I mean, that never happens. I've been there 28 years and never has that happened that quickly. And God just provided this job that was rewarding, but also challenging, uh, stressful in a very dark place with with people walking through some dark times in their lives. But when I sit on this end of it, 28 years and I look back, I just see how he provided that so that I can retire. And I just turned 56. So uh, retiring has been on my mind because my father and mother both died at young ages. And I decided I had asked God for just one job because I had seven or eight prior to getting this job. And I had asked him, if you just give me one job, I'll work that to the best of my ability. Mm. And any time you give me after that job, I will work for you. And and I meant that truly, and I still mean that today. I've I've continued to obviously uh, work in service for the kingdom uh, yeah. along with it. But now when I look at people are asking me, what are you going to do? And my answer so far has been, gosh, I don't know, whatever God opens for me. <laughs> so mm-hmm. but that's why I've been looking at retirement for 16 years. Yeah. Yeah, I I loved I love that because um, obviously I've known you now going on nine years, you know, and I praise Jesus for bringing you into my life, friend, and you know that. 
But it has been something that we talked about and exactly what you just described. I've watched you from the sidelines live that out. And I've also watched you lead and your position of influence change. You know, we, we've had you on a prior podcast talking about that, you know, and watching you lead through a pandemic. And now I'm watching you with the succession planning. And so I want to I want to go into some of what I'm going to call a halftime conversation. And here on a future podcast, Janet Butler is going to be a guest of ours. Janet attends Alpha Baptist in Bolingbrook, and she led a breakout for us at Priority on Halftime. But what I what I want to do with you, Jill, is I want to set the stage of as you're um, as you're in that in that halftime um, decision, you turn down a position because you've been serving in an interim role in your in your office and could have made that a permanent role. But you turned down a position because you were looking out for the good of an individual and the good of a department, which is true leadership. So tell us a little bit about that. Knowing you were going into retirement here, I want I, I, I just want to pivot and let people know how you're how you've navigated, um, been intentional to navigate the, this this transition step. Yes, my regional administrator reached out to me and said they're going to offer this job as permanent. They're going to post the position, and I really, really would like you to bid on it. And what went through my mind was, well, I've been doing it temporarily for two and a half years. I I know I can continue to do it, but I looked ahead at who was following me, and I thought about it and prayed about it. And the Holy Spirit just gave me a piece about saying no. And here's why. The person following behind me with the most seniority and the most skills to do the job well, if I say no to this, she will get the position before I retire. So I will be able to be there for three months for her to be able to uh, show her how I did things, um, navigate through some muddy waters uh, with uh, union issues, just different things like that. And I felt like that was setting the office up for more success than Mm -hmm. it was for me to take it and then say, okay, here's my last day. Y'all just have to figure it out on your own. And I wanted to do that for a couple different reasons. One, I felt like God gave me that place in the darkness to shine a light. And the best way I can do that is through my actions as their leader. And it wouldn't be, I wouldn't be any kind of a leader if I just left them high and dry. And so turning down the position means I will go back to my lower salary, which is okay because it's all God's anyway. He's he's given me every dime I have. And I'll go back to my old position, yet teaching the new person how to do what I've been doing for the last two and a half years. So that's that's what I'm at peace with. And I think that's best for the office and those that are still there working for the next several years. Mm. Ladies, listen to what she just said there. That's that's a leader. That's a leader who's looking out for the good of those that are coming behind. She's invested in them. And and Jill, I've watched you. I, I know you've been able to have gospel conversations in the office, build relationships with some of those coworkers, especially leading through the pandemic in ways le- leading up, leading out, leading down in ways that you never had prior. And ladies, listen to what she's saying. The decision she made, she took it before 
before God. Um, she has peace with that. The decision she made that's put herself second where, you know, and I'm not I'm not saying this is your decision ever. Ladies, you may find yourself different for you, but she's actually it looks like she's taken a step back, but she's leveraging that influence on the good of that department, which means her legacy goes on because she's seeing she's seeing the people that that was huge. And that was so impressive, Jill, when I heard that when I heard how you made the decision, and I think that's what I want the ladies to hear, how you came to that decision versus just the decision in it, you know, in itself. So that's good. Yeah, that, that was all God. That was all God. Because like I said, I had been doing the job. I have been doing it. They've been pleased with my work. They've told me, oh, you would be wonderful at this. Just go ahead and finish out your career that way. But that's not the way he was pulling me. And so I I had to be obedient and honestly the sacrifice is, is nothing on my part. Amen. Amen. That's the whole the Holy Spirit's part of everything that we do and we seek him out and he will guide those steps. That's that's good. Jill, here's what I want to do. We only have a few minutes together today. I want to talk about what does halftime look like in Jill's life. And here's what I mean by the halftime. You've played the first half of your life now. And Jill, I can say this because you said it in front of the ladies at Priority when you were like, Carmen and I are the speed limit now. Um, so <laughs> I can say that my friend just turned 56 or yeah, 56, yes. right? You're a few months ahead of me. So you're young. And I'm going to say that because that makes me young. But what I mean is you're, you know, um, you're ready for what God's bringing next. He's always he's always brought that, which is why your eyes have been so forward, you know, forward thinking. So when we look at halftime, it's kind of like, OK, we spent the first half of our life, you know, education, getting foundation under us um, and, and a lot of times looking for significance. Right. Then we go into the locker room and that's where you're at. You're in the locker room. And because now you're getting ready to come out saying, what do I need to change in my life to play the second half? And typically in that second half, we're moving from significance by the world standards or success by the world standards to significance on God's calendar. What's my purpose? What am I here for? How am I, I going to be available to to God? And that's what I'm watching you do. I've watched you in the locker room for the last year now. And that's where coming out of the locker room, you've made some of those hard decisions. And um, and that's what I want you to tell tell the ladies about. Not so much what you're going to be doing as much as what has that locker room experience been like for you, knowing these next steps are coming? You know, what is it? And, and I, I you've you've put that into words for me in several of our conversations. That's that's the purpose I wanted to have you today, because I think the a lot of ladies are finding themselves there, Jill. And I'm going to talk more about this on the podcast with Janet Butler. But the pandemic has brought this halftime experience out in people that are even in their 20s or we're really seeing it with people in their 30s, which is a lot of what's led to this exodus of people leaving their leaving their jobs. So what does that look like to you? Yeah, I, I agree that it is the pandemic did something. I think it made us look at our mortality, even young people, because it affected young people. And so when you get a glimpse of this life is is finite. It's going to end. It makes you reevaluate then how you're spending your time. And Carmen, you said something at priority that I brought back and have been praying. You said sometimes in seasons of life, there's things that you have to give up 
in order to get new. Mm-hmm. And so God brings you to a close of one thing and opens another door for another. And so I have taken that song, I'll serve you while I'm waiting. Oh, yeah. Um, And that's kind of been in my heart and in my mind. In fact, I printed off the music so that I could read through the lyrics and sing it to myself during quiet time. And I read this morning in Romans where the Holy Spirit prays for you when you don't know what to pray. And and I don't know. I know God has something for me. I don't know what it is yet. But I know that there was one potential that I looked at that he's already closed that door on. And I'm I'm fine with that. But you're right. The locker room is a place where you go and you wait until that next half starts. And I don't want to just sit and wait and say, well, you know, God, I'm I'm done working. I'm just going to sit back and take it easy. Do I want more times of refreshing and less time of a calendar to punch? Absolutely. But do I want to waste my retirement years when there's so much work to be done for the kingdom? No, not any shape, form or imagine, because I have family members and I have friends who still need to have that relationship with Christ. It's too important. Time is too short. And so while I'm waiting, while I'm in that locker room, I'm going to continue to serve the way I have until a door opens and he gives me peace about walking through that door. Amen. Amen. That's the locker room, right? You don't you're not there forever. You know you're not there forever. It's there for a pivot. It's there to look at the plan, what's worked, what's not working. That's that's so good. And and Jill, you just demonstrate that all the time with the way you live your life. And I am excited to be on the sidelines watching as as God pivots and and ladies, this is a good time for a commercial because, you know, we're not intended to do this alone. This is the beauty of the community. So if you're not connected with us, I say this every week, this is your time. Get connected. You can follow us on Facebook at Illinois Baptist Women. Find us on Instagram at, at Illinois Baptist Women or check out our resources on our webpage at ibsa.org backslash women. Because sometimes it's just in the networking and the being able to Maybe the fancy term is coached, but being able to flush out some of your ideas or some of what God is speaking to you, that can help. Um, a few good questions can help bring some clarity out of out of locker room experiences. Um, so that that's good. And and this is just me being me, friends. Um, Jill and I is actually going to spend some time together tomorrow, and I'm well prepared of what I'm putting in front of her that I'm wondering if it may be. <laughs> I'm wondering if she may be getting ready to come out of that locker room with the band playing, you know, like, here we go. And Jill's leading the pack. So stay tuned and we'll see. We'll see what God does with that, friends. But, but that's good. That's good. Jill, what would you what would you speak into the woman that's listening that maybe they feel they came out of the locker room and it's not going as they thought it would and they find themselves discouraged? Is it ever too late for another locker room experience? I don't think it's ever too late until the Lord takes you home because we have locker experiences, not just with jobs ending, but we have locker experiences in our churches where things cycle. So. I would say the word depend on that is God talking to us through the Holy Spirit. Depend on that. Dive into that. Get a 
get a, our pastor calls it a battle buddy, get a battle buddy to begin praying through this with you so that you're not walking, because we know we're not walking this journey alone. We have the Holy Spirit, but then we also have other Christian women that can encourage and pray for us and lift us to the Father. And so I would say, if you're discouraged, take a hard look at it. Go back to the word. Is this truly where God led you to? Um, is this something that Satan wants to use to make you discouraged or take every thought captive, give it to him and let him disseminate? Is this good, bad or otherwise? Do I keep on plugging or do I go back to the locker room and say this is not where God wants me? And I think I think we look so much onto emotions and sometimes things are just hard. Those 28 years I spent in the first half of this game were not easy. But the blessings and the rewards that come from that are priceless. And you can't you can't just give up and say, I don't like doing this because there were days that I didn't like doing what I had to do. Mm-hmm. But no, I I would say it is not too late. Go back, spend time. And and that's honestly where, you know, you can go to church on Sunday and get the pastor to say something that pricks your conscience and gives you thoughts. You can hear songs that do that. But when it's when you and God are alone talking and you're listening, that's when he reveals. He opens doors and that's when he reveals to you that those doors have been opened or shut, as the case may be. Amen. Amen. The importance of scheduling quiet time with God to yes. be still and listening. You know, Jill, I was thinking of my own my own quiet time this morning. Um, I'm a morning person, and I was in bed late last night, but I was awake at 4. The alarm was set for 4.30, and I thought it was going to be too early for me this morning to get up at 4.30, but I was awake at 4, and I just laid there, and I was talking to God, and I just couldn't wait to get to my scripture reading, which was Romans. Um, just I just read the chapter. I think it's chapter 8. I just was there yesterday or the day before. Uh, and then you, okay. Um, yeah, but... I found myself, before I got out of bed, I looked at the verse of the day on the Bible app, and it was a verse out of 1 Peter, and I couldn't go any further. It was, I mean, a very common verse. You know, if we humble ourselves, God will raise us up in due time. And something that I'm personally walking through, you know, processing in my own life, that verse, the fact he woke me up, that verse, I I couldn't get beyond it. I couldn't get into any scheduled reading because I pulled up a song. You talk about a song. There is a song. It's not a new song, but it was one that was on my playlist that apparently I missed. And it's just hit me for such a season. And I had the Alexa play it like three or four times in a row. And then I kept going back to that one verse and reading it in every version. You know, what does this mean? What does this mean? What does the study Bibles mean? And the rest of my time with God was just in silence and then down on my face, literally stretched out on my floor. You know what you just said, ladies, the value of sitting and quieting your spirit just to listen sometimes and acknowledge could be those locker room experiences, which is, Jill, why I love that you mixed it with the Blackaby session on seasons, because I think they go hand in hand. We may relate a little bit more to seasons, and that's why I don't think it's a once and done. I think God I think God will bring us back many, many times, but it's that point of just stopping and looking like, how am I living my life right now? How might God want me to change some of the plays that I'm doing for him to be able to accomplish through me what he's wanting to do in this next season that that's coming? 
Yeah, I have a little sticky note on my office, in my office, on my desk that says, how is my life reflecting his glory to the nations? Mm -hmm. And I look at that every day, every day when I'm in the office, because our whole life, God is not an incomplete God and our lives are not incomplete through him. And so my whole life, my work ethic, my all of that depends on how my life reflects his glory. And there's nothing like the glory of God when he Mm -hmm. reveals that to you. Amen. Amen. So it's well worth the time and the effort to get up and to do that every morning. That's good. That's good. Well, ladies, I'm going to share. I don't even have to ask your permission because I know Jill. I'm going to share Jill's contact with you in the episode notes. She is a resource. She has been a resource for you. She continues to be a resource for you. That ear, that person that's walked a lot of life that can help guide you. You know, she she always puts herself in that guide row. How can I come alongside, get in the boat with somebody? Your story, but she could be a guide to go down that river with you a little bit. So if there's something that, you know, you got a question or comment or something that's resonating you're like man i'd like to have a one-on-one with her or you think some of what she's talking about may fit you know some of what you're doing in your church or a group reach out to her because she'll she'll definitely share information with you and and i would say this as we as we wind down if you find yourself having an epiphany moment like i was in the locker room and didn't know it or um, I might have come out too quick <laughs> or somebody's forcing me into the locker room and I'm going in fighting it. And you want to talk about that a little bit more. Here's where we talk about leadership coaching. Reach out to me. I would love those are the conversations I love to have with women all the time, because um, just being able to sit and listen and ask a good discovery question or two. You'd be surprised what that can pull out and help you just be able to discern what God has inside you or, you know, directions that that he's that he's bringing you so jill thank you you are welcome i may have to call you right back in a few weeks after our time together tomorrow because now the ladies are going to be thinking what's coming what's what is she putting in front of jill you guys yeah. know that i love jill and she can take about anything and run with it so, so but, hey seriously thank you so much for sharing your time with me today you're welcome I was happy to happy to do it All right, ladies, thank you for joining us this week on the Priority Now podcast. Have a great rest of your Friday. Have a blessed Sabbath, and I'll see you back here next week on the Priority Now podcast. You've been listening to the Priority Now podcast with host Carmen Halsey. Resources mentioned today are listed in the episode notes in the podcast app. Stay connected with us through social media and our website, ibsa.org slash women.